Hey everyone, welcome to the What Now audio experience. These episodes are my way of giving you that real, raw, authentic look into business and what it actually sounds like. Some of these conversations are recorded in the studio, some are on the red carpet, and some are with my friends over at dinner, so the audio may be a little rough. But what really stands out to me are some of the behind-the-scenes conversations that take place when the camera is turned off because they provide so much value from people who are living and breathing business every single day. That's what I wanted to do, bring you something that represents what business actually is, not just what you see on social media. No fake gurus. And by the way, if you need more help with your business, please visit the What Now Academy at www.whatnow.academy. There, you'll learn what to do now and what's coming next to build a great business. Be sure to connect with me on social media at Scott Duffy Media across all channels or visit my website at www.scottduffy.com. Let's do this. On today's episode of the What Now Audio Experience, my special guest is Elena Cardone, the founder of Cardone Capital. Now, if you don't know Elena, if you have not, you are in for a treat today. And if you do know Elena and you have, you have followed her work, she's going to pack a punch. Elena is the author of Build an Empire, How to Have It All. She is the host of the G&E Show and Women in Power. But check this out. She received number one on Forbes as the top 20 entrepreneurs to follow. She won the Global Woman of the Year at the Global Women's Summit. She's the creator of Build an Empire University and the 10 Time Ladies event. Elena's a woman on a mission. And I have to tell you, the first time I met Elena was at an event. We were in Arizona. Grant was speaking and she was going to go up to speak. I think it was one of the first times that she'd ever done kind of a bigger platform speech like this. And when, when it was over, I remember watching, by the way, she was phenomenal. I'm going to talk about that in a second. But when it was over and she was finished and Grant was finished, there was a thing and Ryan was there, the pilot, and, and there was someone with a plane. And so they basically came back. They loved it. They came back. And for the next four, four and a half hours, they, they hung out and, and we, were, we were talking about different things. But what I loved about Elena was the idea of team in relationship. The idea of team in relationship. You know, uh, 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 Jim, Jim Carrey, the comedian, he has this expression. He always, he always says this, behind every great man is a woman rolling her eyes because no one can do it alone. And I, I remember years ago, I, I hosted an event um, or I, I worked on an event um, uh, in Los Angeles and Howard Schultz, um, who built Starbucks, the iconic Howard Schultz, was was the speaker and there were like 400 entrepreneurs in the room and and he was you know it, it's a phenomenal story but i think the one thing that i learned from him more than anything that night was again going back to this idea of team that elena was talking about team and, and, and he, he shared when you know he was a young guy um, he was a salesperson and he, he flew from the Midwest to Seattle on a sales call. He met the guys at Starbucks. They had two stores at the time. He fell in love with Seattle. He decides and he talks to his wife, convinces his wife to move to the area. And guess what? He got a job and getting a job with, uh, with Starbucks. 
And, you know, so he worked at that company. They had two stores and whatever, and he created ideas. He's passionate, and he was really passionate about something. And without getting into it, one day, they fired him. Starbucks actually fired Howard Schultz, who ended up building it into this multi-billion dollar global iconic brand. And when they fired him, he was so pissed that he's like, I'm gonna compete. And he, he decided to go to Europe and find another copy, coffee brand to license and bring it back, and he's building this thing and all this kind of stuff. But man, he's an entrepreneur. He was an entrepreneur like, like, you know, like all of us. You know, it, the biggest mistake entrepreneurs make is, is they fail to get started because they think they need to have everything in place, all the money, this and that. Never happens, right? The best entrepreneurs know the difference between having resources and being resourceful. What they do is they, they identify what they need at each step. They're really good at that, especially early on, and then just gathering those things to keep moving forward. Howard was in a situation where he was like in that mode. And then one day he had a conversation and the conversation was with his father-in-law who said, you know, I love you. I respect you. But man, you know, my daughter, your wife is, is the only person in this family that's getting a paycheck for like a year. And she's like eight months pregnant. Maybe it's time to go out there and, to, you know, to find, to find some work right now. And Howard, you know, he, he's amazing when he tells a story, but effectively he was ready to shut down, turn in the key, close the shop, wh whatever it was. And that's until he talked to his wife. And his wife said, look, Howard, this isn't just your dream, it's our dream. It's not just your vision, it's our vision. We gotta stay up all night, we're figured out, right? And they did. What I learned in that moment is the most important person in every company is not me. If you're in a relationship, it's the person that you come home to. By the way, they probably have the worst job on the planet, right? Because you're an entre entrepreneur. You don't got a lot of people to vent to. You come home, you haven't had a chance to talk to people about this stuff you can't talk to, and you vent, right? They go through the ups and the downs with us, all that kind of stuff. And so I, I, I'm bringing this story up because I'm going to bring it back to Elena. So I was sitting back there talking to Elena. Now, I was going through a really tough, I was going through a divorce at the time. And, and we were talking about that and we were talking about, about partnership. And that is just where she came from. She came from this place where if you're in it, kind of you're in it together. If roles got to change, they change. If you got to be flexible, you got to be flexible. You know, I think she says, you know, if you need me to go out there and, and, and play baseball, baseball, I'm, I'm going to do that. You need me to do the, the corporate, I'm going to do that. And the question that, like, it was just the most amazing thing. I actually, I think she made me cry. <laughs> That's the crazy thing is, is we were talking about, like, this commitment. It was, like, that, that powerful. So, anyway, when I did COVID last year, when I did the festival, um, she was the first person I actually wanted to bring. And she was kind enough to join. And so what I'm going to share with you guys is um, some snippets from the interview I did that day with Elena Cardone. And, again, I just, when I think of her, what I think of is partnership in relationship, partnership in business. If you have a business today and you're not on the same page as the person at home, it's time to get on the same page with them. Because if you're not, when things get really tough, either one of two things happens. The business fails or the relationship fails. If you're just getting started with a business and you're trying to kind of figure out how to go it and how to get, get kicked off, two things I want you to make sure of with your partner. Number one, how much time and how much money do you guys both agree is okay to spend on this thing, right? Get clear on that. I would rather be on the same page with regard to how much money we're going to risk or invest in this thing 
then invest a whole bunch more or risk a whole bunch more and have my partner up all night with one eye open because they're scared, right? So get on the same page about how much time money. Also, get on the same page about communication strategy. So what does that mean? What, does that, what, that, what that means is some people want to hear everything. They want the blow by blow of like what is going on in the business. For other people, that's way too much. So learn how much the person needs and, 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 and also when to give it to them. You know, a lot of the times entrepreneurs vent right before they go to bed. And so they feel great and they sleep like a baby. But the person they come home to is up all night worried. So how much do they want to know and when do they want to know? And finally, remember, the way that you spell love with an entrepreneur is T-I-M-E. Right? You don't have a lot of time. So when you've got it, you've got to turn everything off and you've got to be present. Okay? And so, again, whenever I think about, whenever I think about this issue, relationship and work, relationship and building your empire. The first person I think of is Elena, and then I think of Howard, and the lessons I learned from both of them. I hope you guys enjoy. Elena Cardone, how are you? Awesome, how are you? I'm good, it's good to see you again. You too. Hey, before we get started, I just wanna share with everyone just a little bit about who you are if they haven't been introduced to you yet. So Elena, you, first of all, you are strong enough to be married to Grant Cardone. <laughs> and you're the mother of Sabrina and Scarlett. And, and I got to say something about, about being the mother of Sabrina and Scarlett. I remember the first time I met Grant, it was in LA. There was some kind of craziness. There was like a hurricane in Florida. And so everyone got out. It was in a place in the Hollywood Hills. And I went up to the house and um, I actually interviewed him for Entrepreneur. And when I walked in, I met your daughter. And she shook my hand and she said, she said her name and she said, and I can do anything. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was so cool and so powerful. It is so cool. You, you have been credited as really the visionary of this empire. And you've authored a book called Build an Empire, empire How to Have It All. You're also the host of the g and &E Show and Women in Power. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. You received your number one on Forbes as top 20 entrepreneurs to follow. You've won the Global Woman of the Year at the Global Women's Summit right there. You're the creator of Building Empire University and a 10-time ladies event. I just got to say this. You are a woman on a mission. And you really teach people how to create their own 10-time empires. And so I just want to thank you for coming on. Oh, well, thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, it's we we call it 10x here, and that and that of course, as you know, spawned out of Grant's book, the 10x rule. Yeah. So so yeah, I'm uh, that is just a, um, a a way for me, a means for me to bring in all of the women into the Cardone Enterprises umbrella with everything that we're doing. I I sort of uh, am the conduit to the women that might not gravitate to Grant. So fortunately with the 10X ladies, I have the opportunity to reach out to these ladies. And then as they're introduced to my material, they can also get introduced to Grant's material, which is so powerful. And so I don't want those women missing out on Grant's material because it's so good. So that's how that evolved. Well, their material, Grant's material is so good, but your material is awesome. And so <laughs> I've seen you speak several times and we, we, we've had a chance to, to really connect in. And I wanted to ask you this. We talk about 10Xing an empire. And there are a lot of people today that 
they can't even see their way to 10x because they have been, they recently lost their business. They've become unemployed. They're furloughed. They've lost their consulting contracts. And they're just looking to get started on a journey that becomes a 10x journey. How do they begin? Uh, the first thing that they do is acceptance and mm. know exactly where they are. And, and, and as Grant calls it, it's going and taking yourself to zero, which means mm. you operate as if you're at zero. And what does that look like? How hungry do you become? How creative must you become? What avenues do you, you know, you might have to switch careers. What sacrifices are you willing to make? How do you economize? How do you stop spending on anything that isn't going to be self-enhancement or isn't going to improve the bottom line of the revenue? So the first thing to do in starting from ground zero is that acceptance thing. The next thing that I do, and again, I'm more of the visionary type person, but what I do is uh, I look into the future. Hmm. So I have to put myself into the future and look at every way that that looks like. Worst case scenario, and then not only worst case scenario, but best case scenario. Who do I wanna be in two years? Who do I wanna be on the other side of this? What does my life look like? And then I will come back you know, into the present mm. and I write out a plan. What do I need to do? Do I need to start watching? Of course, I'm Grant's biggest fan, obviously. But do I need to start listening to the 10x rule? Be obsessed, be average, seller, be sold. Do I need to watch every single Grant Cardone video? And if it's not Grant Cardone, who is your mentor that has the statistics, not just the I'm the sales and marketing expert, self-declared Instagrammer, you know, but real stats that you want and go deep on that person. What do you make the plan? Do what you have to do. Do I need to study Elena's build an empire program? But you have to make a plan, a structured plan that's going to put you on a road to certainty and stability uh, to get you out of the unknowingness and feeling effect of what just happened, feeling effect of a lost job and, and whatnot. But if you have a plan and you're actually start making actions you're listening to the podcast or the interviews or the webinar or the, or the thing that you need to hear that's going to spark your imagination, that's going to get you going in a direction. Then you're able to kind of get on the other side of it. The other thing to do um, when you go down this visionary path is it's really important to, well, understand a couple of things. And this is really important. Um, that an apparency is going on, that the apparency is maybe you've lost everything and you have nothing. And maybe that feels really real. But if you're doing the steps that it takes to get you where you want to be, you're actually expanding and growing while the apparency may be you are shrinking and not winning. But those are, it's important to understand that that is an apparency and the actuality is that you're actually expanding. And I give my analogy like this. Um, if you want to be a multimillionaire or even a billionaire, wherever your mind can go, right? You think 
I have to become the billionaire and then I'm a billionaire, but it doesn't work like that. It doesn't yeah. work once you have something, then you become it. It's quite the opposite. So it's really important for someone to realize on the ground floor that when you have nothing, you actually have to be of the mindset of a millionaire or a billionaire. And what do they do? Well, they're not spending money um, on frivolous things because that's not what got them to where they want to be and responsible with money. And that's not what got them to be millionaires and billionaires. So you have to get the mindset right and take the actions. How do you build your allegiance and your alliances? How do you expand? How do you get around the people that can actually support you, support, mm. show active interest in your success? How do you avoid the red flags? What do you look for? Who's in your empire? What are the core values? How do you set up this structure to set yourself up to become that? Once you be it, then you do the actions and then you have the result of something. But it's not the other way around. And when you assume that beingness of a millionaire, billionaire success, when you actually assume the beingness, you're willing to make a call or hear no 10 million times. Because if you actually were like, okay, yeah, I'm already a billionaire. I can hear no 300 times. Who cares? I'm a billionaire. But it's that <laughs> mindset. It's that mindset that gets you used to being able to function in spite of, because you've got a little more pride, a little more confidence. So why can't you give yourself that now rather than waiting to have digits in a bank account tell you who you are? Why mm. not just be it now and then, you know, have it later? That is so, that is so powerful. And, and you know, you and Grant are such a power couple. I don't know if you like that word or not, or that term, but such a powerful power couple. And we, I look I, at- know, I'll tell you, I like the, the term power couple because, um, because it's what I strive for. And I, and I put that on my couple's goals. We do my goals, his goals, and our couple's goals, and it's on our couple's goals. But the only time that I cringe when I hear power couple is like every couple when we kind of go through our own trials and tribulations and have to work things out and have to regroup and revamp and re-come together with the purpose. But until we do that, and it's a lot faster, but while we're in those moments of not being perfect, yeah. a perfect power couple, that's when I cringe because I'm like, oh, you know, <laughs> I feel like a fraud or a fake and people think we're this and that. But the reality is, is life is always going to present its challenges and its hurdles and it's us getting through them and always keeping the transparency and the curtains open, mm -hmm. um, no matter what we're going through, but getting on the other side and then having more information to deliver like, okay, this happened. I re I'm relatable then. Yes. I, yes. People can understand that it's just not like, oh, we've arrived. Oh, we live in a fairy tale. <laughs> You know, anyway, so, I do like power couple, but. Okay, so I wanna talk more about that because it's such a power, we haven't talked about it, it's such a powerful topic, relationship and this period and going through trying times and things like that. But before we get there, there was something you said that, that was really just got me. When I do goal setting and I do strategy with, with entrepreneurs, we'll go through what their plan and what, what it is that they want over the next X period of time. And I'll say, great, we're all done. What does your husband want? 
what does your wife want? What does your partner want? And they have no clue over that period of time. How do you and Grant stay, like, is there a process that you guys work so closely together, but how do you guys get your goals aligned and stay aligned? Well, we have to be reminded of it and we have to be in constant communication about, yeah. about things. And, you know, I, I've always had a goal um, to support him with his mission, which is our mission, you know, with people winning with his products and services. Um, because, because I've seen the success and I know how valuable his content is. So I'm always going to have that as my main support. And I have to keep that ball up and rolling mm-hmm. because that's, that, that's my role. And, and I've chosen to do that recently. Uh, now that I'm segueing also into the 10X ladies sort of movement, I've rediscovered what, what is another burning purpose of mine, which is one, there's two. I want to restore the family dynamic and you know i want to make relationships cool and 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 i want people to see the benefits of a partners two people working together can actually achieve heightened success faster working in a coordinated effort together so that's one i want to make relationships cool again but i also have this burning desire to restore the value of women in society and it's nice. it's not just like, like when I say that, I don't want to be mistaken for this women's rights activist, like, I, I, you know, anti-man, because that's not it. I'm just the opposite. Like, let's work together. Let's be powerful together. And I don't just think that the woman's value has been lowered by men. I think women do it equally, if not more, by invalidating themselves all the time, by saying, oh, I'm just a mom, or I'm just a housewife, or I'm just a, you know what I'm saying? So that's recently, because I've gone through my own, again, um, realities of being a powerful woman, yet I'm still looked at in certain scenarios, at least from my viewpoint and my reality, and I'm getting to grants in one second, but in my reality, sometimes in certain situations, I feel that I am perceived as, oh, just the wife or, you know, not always. Certainly a lot of people are very respectful, but, but I do feel that sometimes. And I think to myself, wow, like here I am. I look at my achievements, my accomplishments, how, how partnered I've been with him. And yet these things are still happening to me. That's just a reality of my world. So, hmm. so recently I've become like, you know, this is my mission. I want to do this whole women's thing and, you know, bring them in. So I've had to tell Grant, you know, hey, I want to do my thing, but it's not like I want to go off and individuate and do my thing, but this is my thing and I want your support in it. Not that you need to leave any of your 15 businesses because I which <laughs> rather prefer you focus on that. It's what keeps us stable and the community and the world is depending on you to do that. But I just want your support in my purpose, which excites me and it gets me out of bed and it gets me, you know, it it gives me more of a purpose. Like I have yours and I'm, I still have that because, because it's important to me. I still want people to have financial freedom. I understand. I I know what it's like to not have it. I know what it's like to have it. I know that with the right data, 
if knowledge is power, then what is it if you have the wrong data? So I'm equally as passionate about getting grants material out, but now I have this new thing and where I want to develop all these products. And it's like you said, I'm, we're in a new point. We're in a new point in our relationship. So I just have to, you know, find a way to deliver my message and have him see that, you know, ultimately this is a together and a coordinated effort, not an individuation, but I do want to tap into a women's market and then be able to filter them into everything Cardone. So, so it all fits in. It's not a sit, it's not an individuation. I think when couples feel that the other one's going to go off and do their own thing and they're not going to be included is when they feel the problem or when they feel like they're suffering. Like I have to make more of a conscious effort now that I kind of want to start my own thing to not neglect him or to be so busy on my stuff all the time that he feels like, well, why do I want to support that? I liked, I liked our way the other way. So it's difficult and it requires a lot of communication. It also requires that I also hold up my responsibilities and my role as a wife and as a mother as well. And it's challenging. <laughs> what are a couple of pieces of advice or counsel that you would give to women today and women business leaders working their way through this pandemic? Um, you know, become your own best friend, become your own best friend, uh, stop invalidating yourself, like put in a policy that you do not invalidate yourself. And when you stop invalidating yourself, you'll stop allowing others to invalidate you and to continue to push forward and for the women out there that are responsible enough to want to make a difference for the better in the world, then it's really your duty and your obligation to um, self-enhance, make yourself better. And then it's your responsibility to exchange your products and your services with the world to make a difference. So don't let anyone stop you in going for your goals and your dreams and your potential of where you could be because you can affect a lot of lives and the world needs more powerful women right now. Women are amazing. Men are too, but women naturally have a nurturing and the world is sick and it could use your healing right now. So I would just encourage all women to live up to their best selves and it starts in your home and you have the power to make a difference. And what is the definition of power? The definition of power is the capacity or the ability to influence the behavior of others. So don't diminish your power. Power does not say you have to be of a certain status and wealth. It does not say you have to be a CEO of blah, blah, blah. It says the ability or the capacity to influence the behavior of others. And you are powerful. You can influence your family, your coworkers, your friends, your community, and that does make a difference. So never invalidate what you do, your effects, or your power. Amazing, amazing. Can I ask you one more question? Sure. I know we're I know we're over time, but you, you're just so awesome. So I, I wanted to ask you, um, with entrepreneurs I work with, I find that half of them are really thriving in their relationship at home because there's so much pressure 
and there's so much tension in, in, in so many homes today. Half of them, the train's totally coming off the tracks, the tracks, the relationship. Again, because of the pressure, maybe the fighting, the stress, what, what counsel can you give to people that are in a relationship where there is a lot of pressure, probably a lot of financial pressure during this period to get closer and not have them like have it rip them apart? There's a few things. And I, right. and I know because it, this time has been really stressful for us too. Um, it's just different. The operating basis is different. I'm now operating at a home. He has to come home and see the stuff and he doesn't like seeing the stuff. And, you know, and, and I have kids and they're interrupted. So everything is different. I get it. It's, it is stressful, especially when you involve finances, but here's the thing. You guys need to sit down when you're both well rested and well fed. Um, so that's key number one, but sit down and talk about, you know, why it is that you fell in love in the first place. What mm. is the purpose? What is the mission? You know, like, can you set aside all of the things that the person did wrong for like a month or two months? Can y'all just make that agreement? Like, okay, everything, your slate is clean. Yeah. Like, the purpose now is to survive this and to, and to get out of this. So how do we try to become friends right now? Like, mm. like that's not the ultimate goal in a relationship, obviously, is you, you don't want to be friends with your partner, but you have to have friendship as the basic foundation. So maybe you need to cut the gradient back to friendship, restoring the friendship. How do you go easy on someone right now? How do you become a friend? How do you treat your friends? Are you constantly making them wrong about everything they're doing and their mere existence? No, you treat your friends like great. So just wear the hat. Like I'm going to try to be friends with this person. Try to acknowledge the things that they do right. When you acknowledge the rights, you get more rights. Celebrate. <laughs> The small wait, 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 that that's really powerful. Would, would you say that again? When you uh, acknowledge the rights, when you acknowledge the rights, you yeah. get more rights. Yeah, you know, make firm the wins and ignore the losses. You guys have to realize we're in unprecedented times, okay? And if you're gonna survive, and survival to me looks like winning the Super Bowl ring. We're hmm. on game two. We have a long way to go. You have to become a team right now. Figure out what your roles are in the relationship based on your strengths and your weaknesses, not male, female, who can do what to cover whom. You're in game two. You, 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 you can't afford the, the luxury of arguing over who fumbled the ball. Was it the quarterback that didn't throw it right? Was it the catcher or the receiver that needs to get better at catching? Who cares if you're both responsible? The quarterback is going to be responsible and train harder on being more accurate, and the catcher should train more on being able to catch a catchable ball. But the, the point is, is I'm not going to be in game six still complaining and arguing over the fumbled ball that lost the game in game two. It's like figure out how to make each other better, how to become stronger as a team, and how to win the Super Bowl ring. You've got to survive right now. And two, 
is stronger than one. One Clydesdale horse can carry 8,000 pounds alone. Two harnessed side-by-side can carry 32,000 pounds. Wow. And two harnessed side-by-side that are trained in a coordinated effort can can pull 42,000 pounds. So what do you want to be? You want to go at it alone and do your little 8,000 pounds and think you're going to build an empire and you're going to know it's going to be great? Yeah, you could do it. It's going to take you a long time. You're one, two, two in a coordinated effort. You have a chance to reach heightened success. So decide what's more important. Do you want to reach each other and help each other to reach heightened success? Or do you want to bicker that this person has a dirty desk or doesn't spend enough time with you and they need to prove their love by turning off all electronics and showing you undevoted love? Like, you got to get your priorities straight. This is like, it's game time for professionals right now. And they're the only ones that are going to win right now. It's the truth. Everything, okay, I, 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 I'm sorry. Everybody else is going to get slaughtered. While I got you, I'm going to ask you one more. I'm going to, until you turn your camera, I'm going to ask you one more, okay? So the question I have is about kids and crisis. So I talked to some people that say they think that the best strategy right now is to show a brave face and, and make their kids feel safe and secure and not really make them aware of what's really going on. I have other folks around me, myself included, that think that it's really great to bring your kids into kind of some of these issues and help them learn real skills and you know like what life is all about so that they can develop new skills and apply them to their lives. Where do you fall in that whole thing? How much would you tell your kids um, about something that wasn't working or problems versus kind of hide from them and show a brave face? Well, I have a rule and we have a rule and a policy in our house, which is we don't put adult problems on our children's lines. Like mm. we don't do that. So I see, you know, like if Grant and I, for instance, and we've been talking about the stresses in the relationship, like those are adult problems that need to be worked out with Grant and myself. Yes. So we are going to handle that behind closed doors and figure out how to get on the same page. And for them, you know, we're going to put on like, you know, we're going to wear the role to, to keep the, I don't want my children thinking, Oh my God, are mom and dad getting a divorce? That's, that's highly destabilizing for a yeah. child. And they have heard us kind of bicker once or twice and they get worried and that's mm-hmm. normal. Now, when it comes to the pandemic and everything, I can't hide everything. I'm not going to let them watch too much news. I just think it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, negative. Not positive. it's yeah. too negative. However, yes, I do let them, in on certain things that they're going to know about. You can't shelter them from the world, their home. So in that sense, yes, I do bring them in. Hey, how can we you know, uh, create a safer space for our environment? I had them cleaning doorknobs for the first month, even though I don't even believe in any of that stuff. But I wanted to give them a purpose and feel like they had a, a cause point over the thing. Like, oh, I'm doing something to handle this. I'm not just being stuck. And I assigned them all roles like, hey, you're going to do the baking, the cooking, you're going to, your cake baker, your entertainment hour tonight. I gave them projects and things to help us get through this as a family to alleviate a little bit of the stress in times. And I have told them before, you know what? Um, I need your help right now. Uh, I have, I have no help today. 
Um, but I, you know, and it's Sabrina's birthday. She has friends over. I'm like, look, you know, I need your help as a team member on team Cardone. I need to have quiet, uninterrupted time from blah, 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 to blah, blah, blah. And they respect that because yeah. they're part of the team. So you have to figure out with, with your family, what's the best for them to know and not know. I mean, they're not going to be the problem solvers of what Grant and I need to deal with or work out in our relationship. So they're not going to know about it or be consulted. And I don't even want them aware of it when I'm really being highly responsible. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. The fact of the matter is, is Grant and I might go through what we go through where, you know, and I have, I have, I've always been transparent. And that's why I say, find the one you trust and build an empire because, huh. uh, because I, he and I can be trusted to do our jobs in the relationship, even on the days we've been married almost 16 years, there are days, I don't know about everybody else's relationship, but there are days in mine where I doubt, like, oh my God, do I even love this man? It's not often, but it has happened. And I have worked our way through it. And maybe that day has lasted one or two days, maybe three, not many more than that, because we're fast. I want to I want to alleviate that because I'm, I have a bigger purpose. I'm trying to hit heightened success with him. So I don't want to stay in that hating make wrong phase for very long. So we're very quick to work it out. And when you work it out and then all of a sudden grant are like achieving goals again and madly in love and you know, how relationships kind of are, they ebb and flow and you know, the kids are still stuck with, <gasps> you know, and we're like, Oh, we're over that. That was like, that was like a day, a month ago. You know what I'm saying? So very you important. Be smart as an adult to to allow, you know, kids are kids. What gets in? They should, be, they should be respected for the being that they will become. Mm -hmm. So I respect my children, but I also understand that they have to earn adult rights, and they're not adults, even though they're mature. <laughs> um, how can we get a hold? You are amazing. How can people get a hold of you? How can they find you? Um, you can go to elenacardone.biz or elenacardone.com. And um, you, everything I have is there. My Women Empowers, my G&E shows, my, my blogs, my newsletters, every podcast I've done. So if you're interested or my Build an Empire course or book or all of this, or you want to join the movement? If you want to join the movement, that's where I'm really, that's what I'm really wanting. Nice. It's free. It's free. You would go to 10xladies.com forward slash network. You sign up and every Wednesday I speak to my ladies at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You get on my email list. I send you great content and blogs. Today's Thursday thoughts are going out. <laughs> so yeah, I would love that. I, I want a hundred thousand women in the fold and I'm currently at 21,000. So I would appreciate any and all support. It's a, it's a really amazing group of women from around the, the globe that really are like-minded and want to support each other and are interested in the advancement of women being the best so they can be the best. Like I said, from their that's, a, that's just awesome. Outfits. And we, we have a virtual gift bag. So if you are, if you're watching, um, this uh, program, go to covidbusinessfestival.com and you will see right there a button for our virtual gift bag. And we have links to all these programs that you've talked about that are in that gift bag that will be sent to everybody um, so that they can, they can find you and get access to all your amazing, this amazing, these amazing things that you're doing for all of us. 
So oh, Elena wow. Cardone, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. We're going to see Grant in just a few minutes, but okay. let me just, you are a powerhouse and thank you for being here. Oh, awesome. And, and, and have a great interview with Grant. I know he's going to be fantastic. So thanks for having me on your show. Really appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, Elena. Good to see you. Bye. Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the What Now Audio Experience. If you need more help with your business, please be sure to visit the What Now Academy at www.whatnow.academy. We have an incredible community of entrepreneurs and experts that are absolutely committed to seeing you win. There, you'll learn what to do now and what's coming next to build a great business. Also, be sure to connect with me on social media at Scott Duffy Media across all channels or visit my website at www.scottduffy.com. Again, thank you so much for joining. Have an amazing day.